Let's get chilly. All right. Hello and welcome to Windchill Talk, episode three. We are the official, unofficial Minnesota Windchill, Minnesota Ultimate Frisbee podcast. Uh, I am Jeff. I am Jay. And I'm Kane. We are joined today by the one and only Will Brandt. Will, how's it going? It's going well, guys. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Man, we are we are pumped to have you on. It's going to be a good episode. Um, why don't we just get right into it? We got a couple stall seven questions. Um, I got I got stall seven to kick us off. I was going to bring this one to Will, but I think he's going to know the answer too too much too easily. So I think we'll send this one to Jay. Jay, in seven seconds, can you tell me what college does Will Brandt attend? I want to say St. John's University. Ooh. No, I got the answer. Can I can I pitch it? Let's go. Is it St. Olaf? That's right. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I knew it was a Saint school. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I uh, I have another question. So, as we all know, Players' Choice uh, for awards were given out a little couple weeks ago at the time of recording this podcast. Uh, Dylan DeClerc was voted number one defender in the Central Division. Uh, but for the MVP game, he was not voted in as the defensive player to start in the in the MVP All-Star game. Uh, who was voted over him for the All-Star game? Who are you asking? Anyone. Sorry. Marquez Bradley. Yep. And it was uh, <laughs> devastating. <laughs> devastating. I'm, I can't really say that was a snub, though, right? Like, <sighs> I mean, it wasn't. A, it was weird because they, they listed the stats, and Dylan DeClerc had better stats than Marquez. But so also, how do you I, not put Marquez Brownlee in I know, the All Star game? Like, it was. Realistically, it should have been just the New York Empire up there. <laughs> All right. Um, I got a stall seven question. I'm gonna target this one towards Will. Uh, because Jeff and Kane are probably gonna know this answer. Will, what on the hottest game played at Seafoam Stadium, what did Jeff and Kane wear? Oh, I see I've definitely seen some pictures of you guys. Uh I'm gonna say like a winter hat with like the ear flaps, and was it like no shirt? Maybe is that right? Or was uh, some overalls or something? I don't know. Close. It was oh, the full almost. winter turnout. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like the last game of the year, like the coldest one. Yeah, I went shirtless for that one. Had the body paint on. It was like fifty <laughs> some degrees. I was freezing. Oh, okay. Oh, so I got it. I got them mixed up. I guess. But, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. All right, uh, Kane, I, Kane and Jay, I can't, uh, because I'm recording, I can't minimize my screen, so you guys are going to have to oh. go through this list of questions. I also just say, uh, for our listeners and for Will too, Jay, Jay might have to dip out here if he starts going quiet. Uh, he does much more important work than we do. He's actually an EMT, <laughs> uh, so he's he's on call tonight. So if he goes quiet, if he goes dark, he's probably saving someone's life. So just so you guys know, <laughs> but. All right. So as we said earlier, Will is currently going to St. Olaf. Uh, Will, what year are you in college? I'm a junior. Three years in. All right. And what's your major? 
What are you going for? I study math and computer science, and then I'm minoring in data science. All right. So big numbers guy. All right. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So does that translate to your day job if you have one? What, what do you do day to day? Uh, well, I'm a student day to day, but um, I work for my roommate actually at St. Olaf, uh, the, like updating the student government website. Um, and then in the summers, I was an IT intern last summer at a bank. And then this next summer, I'm a software development engineer or something at another bank. So yeah, I guess it does translate. That's a, hopefully a career path that I'm looking to get into. Awesome. Awesome. Fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, college semester's winding down and everything. This year's kind of coming to an end. Uh, you know, New Year's right around the corner. So do you have any any exciting New Year's resolutions? Any big ones? Any small ones? Anything like that? Uh, New Year's resolution? I don't know. I've never really done that. So I'm going to say no, unfortunately. I know that's a boring answer, but um, maybe I'll think of one, though, in the next couple of days. I guess it hasn't really hit me that we're like 10 days away from 2023. So <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So in the off season, if you don't have any New Year's resolutions, how's that going for you? Are you, are you training for next season right now? Or are you just kind of taking the time off? Like what's it look like for you? Uh, yeah, I'm a, the captain of, or one of the captains of my college team. Um, and so we've been really busy, like practicing, trying to get um, our stuff together for the spring season. Uh, I've gone to a couple of tournaments though. So we're like practicing three days a week and lifting um when possible um so that's kind of the majority of my training right now but this is definitely like the off season and then actually studying abroad um for our school's j term in europe so that'll be like a true off season so i won't be playing any frisbee for like the next month here so like a little rusty going into the season but i'll get it back <laughs> that's awesome where are you get where are you going uh, i'm taking a class in florence italy um and then doing some traveling on either end um, for a couple of weeks. So nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. I want to go to Italy. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be great. All right. So other than studying abroad, the off season, what do you do for fun? What's like your go-to hobby? How does Will Brandt unwind? Uh, I, I feel like my classic answer is just like Frisbee. I feel like almost everything I do is like Frisbee. Um, but I don't know. I love playing like intramural sports. Uh, that's pretty big at school. Um, spike ball, you know, disc golf, volleyball. Um, but yeah, I know study like school usually keeps me pretty pretty busy too. Um, but yeah, I coach frisbee in the summers as well, so that keeps me busy then. But yeah, usually frisbee stuff. <laughs> I just right, saw so- I saw a Target. They made a a desk spike ball. Yeah, and <laughs> actually, we have one of those in our pod. Oh, our, for real? So, yeah, it's super fun. That's awesome. I got to try that. I'm, oh, I'm a pretty big yeah. disc golf guy myself. Um, so yeah. I'm just, just I got to get a quick, a quick take from you. Where do you think is the best place to go disc golfing in the cities? I haven't been to too many places. Um, I really like going at Highland Hills, which is like pretty close to my house. They've got like a, it's kind of honest, like the side of a ski slope. Um, so that creates a, 
bunch of like fun holes, especially like the last one just like goes down basically the entirety of the hill. It's insane. But yeah. If you got any recommendations, let me know. All right, we'll do. We'll do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so you're a, you're a big D3 um ultimate guy. You play in the AUDL. Talk to us about what the like the difference is. I mean, there are some pretty stark contrasts. Um what do you think is like the most noticeable or what's what's the difference to you between D3 and AUDL? Uh I mean, obviously the level of play is just it's way different. Um, you got like the rule changes um, in AUDL, like the condensed stall and the double teaming and the bigger field and the refs, which is not like a huge thing once you're playing, but it's definitely an adjustment. Um, yeah, like just the players that you're playing against in the AUDL um, generally are a lot better. Like it's a lot harder to get open for me in the AUDL. Um, versus college but I don't know I feel like I definitely play a smaller role in the UDL team which can be fun because like the team is generally more successful but I don't know college frisbee is I don't know like there's something about it you play playing with your friends and like going to hang out with them after practice and games and then like going and doing the same thing it just creates like some like relationships that you're never going to forget so I don't know I, I think I'd probably prefer the college season still um, just because I get to like play with all my friends and we generally do pretty well because um, we have a pretty good team but yeah i don't know very different but it's fun to play in them both and experience new things you think d1 is closer to audl or do you think that's still kind of in the college skill realm uh like the upper ends of d1 are like super competitive um sometimes i wish i went to a d1 school just to get that like competitive nature but um I don't know. I think college ultimate is still pretty far away, even though from the AUDL, like even though there are those pretty good players, college players that can't play in the AUDL, like the the baseline of talent in the AUDL is just way higher. Interesting. So as as tryouts approach for the windchill, I guess where where do these players who are coming to try out, where do you think they come from? I mean, are they coming from D3 schools and these are just kind of out outstanding players or do you think they're coming from d1 primarily or i'm interested in just that yeah. pool of talent yeah i feel like every year or i've only i've only done it i guess three years now but well this would be my fourth year but like i think you just show up the trouts and it's like whoa like this guy's here like you kind of don't really know going into it and even when you get there there's still a lot of people that like you have no idea who they are and they're still like really good um so to answer your question like there's probably not going to be much or many players from D3 just because of the nature of D3 ultimate. I do have a, a couple of friends on St. Olaf that are planning on trying out. Um, but outside of that, there's not like crazy D3 talent in the area from our other schools around here. Um, D1 talent is definitely real, like from Carlton in Minnesota, um, stuff like that. But a lot of the people that show up at Trout are just like honestly older guys that are out of college. Um that have like moved here or just are looking for new opportunities to play. It's kind of funny because I, when I hear St. Olaf and ultimate, like I went to a small D3 school. I went to, to Morris. That's where Jay goes. And like, it's yep. the smallest little school and they, they technically have an ultimate team. Um, but it's like, it's, it's, you know, club ultimate. But not not club, yeah, but right. like intramural, and so yeah, it's like 
even even St. Olaf, in my perspective, from my college experience, is like way up there from what I've played. Um, so that's yeah. kind of funny that you say that, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So in the during the season, I guess, and this kind of goes back to like your hobbies on a, like a bye week. Let's say it's a bye week on a Friday. What are you doing? Uh, definitely going up to the cabin, um, nice. or to a friend's cabin. I feel like in the summer, you got to take advantage of those, like two or three free weekends that we get all summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. You got to get up to up North, hopefully, or take some kind of trip, but you got to take advantage of the weekend for sure. If you don't have a game. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we usually practice too, but <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, so, like you mentioned at uh, the top of the podcast, you also teach ultimate in the summer. You said, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I coached uh, the Minnesota YCC twenty team. I was an assistant coach, but okay, yeah, I got involved. Right. So, do you think playing on the wind chill does that like dominate your summer schedule? Do you plan around that, or how does it kind of fit into your schedule in your life? Yeah, so this summer was like super busy I, I like feel like all I really did was work and then frisbee so I played on the wind show and then I played in a club team called sub-zero and then I got invited to play on a South African club team at club worlds which is like a 10-day experience and then I was coaching the youth team and then I was also like planning the season for my college team as a captain so I was involved with like five teams and it was super overwhelming <laughs> but I wouldn't say Winchell like necessarily dominates all of those. We don't actually practice like that often mid in season, but like the weekends and the games definitely take up the most time like on the weekends, but during the week, it's more balanced between the assortment of teams. Jeez. Where did, did you, did you play high school? Yeah, I went to Edina. Okay. That tracks. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I was I was wondering how you got got into the game. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's it's so big at Edina. It's pretty crazy. My brothers got me into it, and I was like in early middle school. And then I don't know now they have like four or five teams just for the guys or for the boys, and another couple for the girls. It's absolutely insane. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So kind of shifting back to like AUDL and Minnesota now. Um, the the championship weekend is being hosted in Minnesota. Are you are you what are you are you looking forward to that at all? Are you hoping to to get onto that field that weekend? Or yeah, I think obviously like that's a team wide goal this year is making it or like playing at home at, at championship weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We've been super close the past years, and we had like a really frustrating way to end the season against Chicago both both years. Um. But I don't know. I really think this year is the year we can do it. Um, there's nothing really holding us back anymore. So, yeah, I played a state championship high school game on that field um, back in my junior year of high school. Um, I guess I have played there before, but it's a super sweet venue. I don't know if either of you or any of you are familiar with that place, but it'll be a great weekend, I'm sure. But yeah, it's gonna be sweet. I think, man, I'm just I was so pumped to see that, and I knew. Like there was the rumblings of maybe shifting the home games to that field, and I was like, "It's gonna come." Oh. Like, 
that that'll be interesting development. Um, but it'll be cool to see how it plays out on at championship weekend. I think that'll be a good test. For real, yeah. I didn't even make that like connection there that that could be the regular season home games too. But that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be, yeah, that'd be an upgrade from Seafoam. They sent that survey out after the season. They were like, "Hey, we might be switching over. Or would you be okay with that?" To like all the fans, and so that was really big because it kind of shows that like, kind of the trajectory of what the staff, the windshield staff, wants to see. It kind of shows yeah. how they want to improve and grow. So that's awesome. Damn. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I think I think they could do it too. Like honestly, I, somebody told me honestly, it's probably it's probably my mom who was like, they could. The windshield could switch to that stadium, not send out a survey, and they'd probably still get just as many people in the stands. Like, I and I, I love that they like respected the fans, sent out the survey, got our feedback. But like, if if they would have just said, "Hey, it's going to be at the stadium next year," I'm going to be there. You know, it's not going to make a difference. But I still buy yeah. season tickets. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, so 2023 season. Um, you actually requested this topic specifically, but I think this is a super great topic to talk about is is trade rumors. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of rumors flying around. We've mentioned some. Uh, Daniel Cohen and oh gosh, Adam Ruffner have floated around some without actually naming names. Uh, let's talk trade rumors, Will. What do you What are you seeing? <laughs> I I didn't really like think that trading rumors were like really that. Like our trades even really like a thing in the AU Um but I think trades like from what I think is like it's more just like people moving kind of, and then just they they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play and this new shit because <laughs> I just got a job there. Um, but I did hear you guys talking about like having seen Ben Yacht come back here, um, <laughs> and I know he's like from here and he used to play for the Wind Show, but. Um, that'd be a big one for us for sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think we're losing two of our O-line guys, both, uh, Cole Jurek and B or beef and Andrew Roy. They both moved away. Um, I guess there's still a chance they could play for us, but it seems pretty unlikely given that they're like half in DC now. Um, so I guess those are like one way trades, but yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know. Like... I'm curious to hear what you guys have heard i guess is it is it even considered a trade because like they're like free agents right in the audl it's like you got to have right, a contract right. to have a trade but yeah those so so just after the season ended i had a phone call with with ben feldman the head coach for those who don't know um just to, just to kind of recap the season i was actually doing research for an article i wrote and he had mentioned, um, and I'm kind of actually going to start writing another article about this, is like how he is trying to do like a job network for AUDL players, basically. He's like, we can't necessarily fly you out every game. We can't necessarily house you for the season. Um, but th- but he might be able to basically use instead of a you know big salary, big contract, like, hey, we got we got a job lined up in your your field, you know, pays this. You know, if you can find a house or an apartment, you've got a job here, you've got a life here, come play for us during the summer. Um, I think that would be huge because, yeah, it's like how how likely is it that you're going to fly A-Roy out, you know, every week in the summer yeah, just to play for Pretty this unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I just, yeah, I think that would also be a great idea, like the LinkedIn network or something he created. Yeah, it's great. But I think, I just think like the, the majority of ADL teams don't quite have the financial resources to, you know, like sign, sign a player, trade for a player and then like pay for everything. Um, except for, I think the New York empire, but, um, yeah, that yeah. they basically are like on a league of their own in all aspects of the, of the game right now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Then there's, there's talk potentially of Giannis moving out West. Right. I think that's, I've heard that he's like moving to Colorado or something, but Man. I, I don't know if it's true, but that'd be interesting for the central division for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think that would strengthen Minnesota's likelihood to get into the championship weekend. Um, for sure. Yeah. But again, with the loss of a couple players from our O-line, I don't know, you know. Yeah. We, we'd have even. To, we'll see. Yeah. We'd have to, bolster that somehow or or would we get another would other players who are on the team step up in a bigger way yeah yeah we'll see i don't know will i think we're starting to look to you here (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was gonna say will you gotta you gotta step it up man (laughs) well if we don't get if we don't get ben yacht you gotta fill the gaps man come on yeah i'm pretty tall actually (laughs) you could do it you could do it yeah. No, I'm excited to see how like the season shakes out. I feel like there's just like the sense of eagerness to get like the season going and really just like see what the roster is and like what the lines are gonna look like and just get that like first couple practices going. But... Yeah, for sure. Do you see any like clear I mean, I, without even tryouts happening, there's there's really no roster solidified yet. Do you see any like clear signs of of strength already? Like you know, Hey, last year, these two people really clicked, and we're looking forward to it this year. Is there anything like that that we're we could look forward to? Uh, I guess I don't really know of like any off the bat. I'm kind of excited for like a lot of my college friends. I think like a lot of guys that I was like friends with last year on the team only got to play in like a couple of games, and I think they'll like all take on bigger roles this year. Uh, my friend PK. Or Paul Krennic, I don't know. He's like, I think he's gonna have a great season this year. Um, yeah, so I guess like that younger generation, I think would be huge if they could step up. But I don't know. I guess I don't like entirely know who is from last year is actually returning yet. Like I think most people will, but you never really know until like they sign a contract. So, man, we got to get Abe Coffin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, we we got to get PK on the podcast. Uh, oh, he'd totally be down for it, dude. <laughs> Paul, yeah. if you're listening, we'd love to have you as a guest, man. There you go. Come on, just, just go ahead, DM us on Instagram at Windchill Talk, all one word. I think, I think Jay, you actually like know PK like secondhand, right, or like thirdhand? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I have a, I don't PK. I don't know where he goes to school. Um, he goes to you, you of them. Yeah, yeah. So I have a good friend, his name's also Will, coincidentally, um, who knows PK, like, on a semi-personal basis, you know, like, they're friends, they know each other, they talk, so nice. it's a little bit weird, That's that, cool. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, small world. <laughs> yeah. There you go. PK, so, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Will, I have a question. Um, these players, you know, the PKs of the world, of our team, at least, 
are there any that you're looking for um big other than pk of course who you think will step up what are the big names you know of these new guys uh yeah uh, i think like uh gordon larson one of my big friends uh and like some luke players one of my st Olaf teammates right now they could both have big seasons and then two guys from Carlton like Mickey Walsh and Noah Hanson I think they could have big years um I don't know and just like to see the college kids that try out it's there's kind of always like a line where the team has to make cuts but um I don't know you never really know like the full roster especially like the second half of really until the season starts um I don't know to be honest I haven't really like been thinking too much about the season right now and like kind of feel like i forgot some people on our roster honestly or just not remembering them right now so i'm kind of struggling to come up with names but um that's fair <laughs> i think i think noah hansen was the one who commented he had some beef with kane's uh AUD, the jersey yep. rankings Yep. Oh yes. <laughs> we should talk about Which this. I also, just for the record, I got to get it out there. Every single one was wrong. He was so bad. I think Look. he mixed him up. I, I... <laughs> Look, all right. I'm not saying I stand by every single one of my rankings. And for all the listeners, if you haven't read the article, it's on our website. I rank. My light is doing this weird thing. I rank literally every single AUDL jersey, uh, home and away for every single team. And no, I like the thing. The thing with writing that article is that it took so long, and it got to the point where like I almost got like bored of all the jerseys to the point where like I started to dislike all of them because I was just staring at them <laughs> for so long. So like a few of them, I, I will admit, I did rush the rankings a couple times. So yeah, there might be some out of place here and there, but for the most part, it's accurate. All right. I don't yeah. know. I just pulled up the rankings. I'm looking through it right now. Oh gosh! Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, where I disagree. I think it's. I think it's generally very accurate, though. There were a couple that. Okay, the the main one is the Carolina Flyers dark. Their home jersey. I am not a fan of that one. It's like a. It's like a dark blue with like some vertical striping. All right, that's a hot take. That's a that's that's a very hot take. Roast this guy. I'm doing things wrong. Okay, okay. I thought that was okay. All right, I put it out there. Um, I, have, I have a bit of bias yeah, towards him. Flyers is my favorite right. team. No offense, Winchell. Uh, Winchell's my favorite team, but like Flyers is like my favorite non non Winchell team to watch and just cheer for every season. So like, that, I thought that was like the one accurate placement. I don't, I don't know. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the DC Breeze have a nice thing going. I like that vertical stripe that they have. But is it really a ten out of ten though? Oh, I think the the New York Empire darks and lights are too low. Yes, I think both of those are pretty cool. Okay, especially like that okay. green, that bright green stripe. But I don't know. I'll give you, I'll give you their home jerseys. That's whatever. That's okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, one and one, I guess. <laughs> All right. But, I don't know. You know like, oh, it... go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's like it's just cool that like someone ranked them. I mean. There's so many jerseys out there. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited to see if any will like change actually this next year. But yeah, I want that's what I was going to bring up is how like with the havoc being introduced, a bunch of teams dropping, and even like I don't know if it was this season or the season before when the Chicago Union rebanded from their wildfire. I was like, I think that's really cool. 
because it kind of shakes things up a little bit. So I'm I'm excited to see what 2023 brings. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this like havoc logo and like color scheme is like. I don't know yeah. or if they're even going to be decent. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you think it's just going to be a bunch of like Tampa Bay players coming over to Texas for the season? I yeah, that's interesting. I don't really know if like Houston has a huge ultimate team. They must have like a pretty decent sized one if they get an ADL team. But yeah, I, I saw like on Twitter that some of those like Tampa Bay players weren't. They're kind of bummed that well, I think yeah. obviously that their team folded. But yeah. it's I mean it's a bummer, and I know other other podcast ringer the we're looking at you uh have have covered this topic but i mean it's definitely a bummer and i personally i love their jerseys if we're going back to the, <laughs> the article i think i think all of their jerseys in particular but of course you don't yeah you don't watch just for the jerseys but we'll see, we'll see what houston brings i guess yeah i mean kind of segue into another question I had written down earlier. So obviously this past season, the windshield got to play against, I believe it was the Atlanta soul or sorry, the Austin soul, right? No, I think it was Dallas. Yeah. Was it, was it Dallas? Okay. Yeah. Someone else yeah. played the soul. The Maybe soul came up to yeah Chicago. Man. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so we got to play uh, between divisions. I think was that maybe for the first time or one of the earlier times. Yeah, it doesn't. So, happen. are there, yeah, are, are there any teams that you want to have a shot at this year? Do you want to see more play between divisions, or do you like kind of keeping it within the divisions until championship weekend? Oh yeah, I think it'd be great to play more out of division teams. I understand why, just with like the travel costs probably being so much higher out of division. Um, I think it'd be really fun to play DC. I think they're a really good team, especially now that they have like our two former teammates. Um, I think I love to play Colorado too. Um, I've seen that like home stadium. Uh, it looks sweet. And they also are like play at such high altitude where the disc flies further. I, I'd be interested to see how like that affects our game. But I think those two, or maybe New York too, but I feel like kind of just like overpowered at this point. Yeah. You just smoked, you just smoked them at the Vikings halftime. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll take that. We'll take that win. <laughs> it's the one game against them and you won. So you can't really, that's, that's just statistics on your side. You know? Yeah. What was it? Four, a dub two, is a dub. Four, three or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. What was that? What was that like playing in front of the big crowd like that? Yeah. It's, it's pretty freaking crazy. Like say you stand in the tunnel and you can kind of like hear it like hear the crowd and like see like like one section you know, on the far side and then you like walk out and it's like holy shit like this is happening <laughs> um but like it's such a quick game and i feel like it goes by like so fast just because you're like playing and you're like also really nervous or i was at least so um it was like a great opportunity i feel like it was like a lot of build up for honestly not that much playing but it was it's definitely like a version of ultimate that's just supposed to like please these football fans just like hawks and bids and just like turnovers but honestly like, <laughs> so it was wild but looking forward to hopefully doing it again next year yeah yeah i mean what I mean, it's a good way to get fans like or you know people exposed to the game right like it's exciting to watch even if it's not like ultimate in its purest form it's still yeah like, you know, these, these guys I mean, are all to watch like, yeah and like 
turnovers and shit. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, ultimate fans do, but not football fans. So and not not when it's you get six minutes. You know, yeah. If you're sitting there for an hour and a half, like you want you want to see some strategy, but six exactly, minutes, it's like yeah. let's let's see something cool. <laughs> um, so you mentioned you got nervous before that game for that little exhibition. Um, do you get nervous for regular season games? Um, I feel like I don't really get nervous until I'm like standing on the line, like about to play my first point really. And then I usually get a little nervous, but I think like the playoff game, I was definitely nervous for, um, also like if I have to catch a pole, I feel like when the disc is in the air, I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) I actually, I actually dropped the pole in the playoff game. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that was tough. Um, but. I don't know. That's like such a mental game, just catching that because it should be so easy. But so I guess not really. I think like the big ones, I definitely get a little nervous. But once I start playing, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. Do you do you have any like pregame like rituals or like warm ups that you have to do every time? Uh not really. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I feel like I got to take a shit before every game, <laughs> like get a nice poop out. Um, I don't know. I kind of just do like the team warm up though, and just try to get as many throws in and just try to like get up to speed so that, you know, when you have to start running it, you're ready. I mean, I know how you feel before this interview. I was just, I was giving myself amped. I, I had to hit the bathroom. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah, this, exactly. this is like my playoff game against Chicago right here. So. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that makes sense. Do you do you have any like playlists or anything that you're you're plugging into or? Uh, I don't know. I don't have like a pregame playlist. Uh, I think like someone on our team makes like a playlist for Seafoam. foam, so I oh, think yeah. I just kind of got adjusted to that. I think it's like Josh Clay. I'm not actually sure. It might just be Feldman. I don't know. But <laughs> I kind of like just like listening to the music there, honestly, and kind of just like taking in like the the moment and the music. Nice. Nice. That's great. So when you are warming up, like I said, you just kind of do with the the whole whatever the team does for us, you join it as. Do you guys have like set throwing partners beforehand or is it just kind of like pick a person and go toss or how do you do that? Yeah, so we get into like the body warm up, which is just like stretching and then just like dynamics. So getting the body moving. Um and then we do like a like a classic throwing drill, which is like it just gets everyone going. It's called like four line, and then we get into like some three on three, and then like some seven on seven. But like between those, like each of those, there's usually like a couple minutes of like like downtime where like people can get water, like stretch. But usually during those times, you'll just like make eye contact with someone or just ask someone. It really doesn't matter. Um, it's pretty casual, usually. Yeah. Do you have like a go to partner, someone you like seek out usually or no? Uh, I like throwing with PK. We used to like throw all the time in high school. Um, so I, I don't know. It's kind of fun to like throw with him. Um, other than that though, I don't know. It's like, it's always kind of fun throwing with friends just to like kind of calm you down a little bit and like laugh a little bit. Um, but sometimes I'll throw with like, uh, Tony, um, Paletto just to like work on the hammer throw, which is like a big thing that he and I a little bit like have to throw. Um, during the games. I'm going to like throw this back and forth for a while. Hmm. I think, I feel like baseball players are more superstitious. I feel like 
at least when I when I played in high school, I was like, I have to play with the same same person. I got warm up with the same person every time, and like you have a very set like ritual. But maybe that, maybe that was just me. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there are definitely are people like that, but I don't You know. know. I feel like I'm kind of easy going when it comes to that. Okay. I think I think where this this whole conversation has been leading, this where where it started really was what you're what you're really known for on the team, which is of course recording the stats. That's what Tucker Tucker allotted you. He's like, this guy Let's is like go. the stats guy. <laughs> what what was it like uh being the the second string stats recorder for the windchill? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so as you explained, it was like a double header. Um, and I like sprayed my ankle really badly in the Chicago game. So I was just like kind of chilling on the sideline for the Detroit game, not doing anything. And we were down to like 17 or 18 players too, because other people got injured. And so we got Tucker a Jersey because he plays ultimate, but um, he gave me like a five minute crash course kind of, and then it was kind of a go time. Um, I don't know. It's like super overwhelming. And if you like get distracted, like I go on my phone for a second, it's like, I don't even know. And then I'd put my phone away. I was like, Oh shit. Like I'm like really behind. Cause like, you gotta, you gotta like select all seven players like on the line. And then every throw, basically when we're on offense, you have to like tap the screen and tap the player. Um, like it does a lot for you with like adding the stuff up and like displaying the stats. But man, it was like actually like a very involved job, but, It was a good experience. It was fun. That's so Make cool. me appreciate Tucker a lot more, definitely. <laughs> I want I want to do it just for one game. Like it it sounds like the coolest like software to use. I don't know. It's it's a really cool app. Yeah. Yeah. And like I remember like last year, I think maybe the past two years actually, like we had Tucker come out for like some of our like final practices before our game and just like honestly just like practice taking stats like out of practice. So like Whoa. he like knew how to do it. Um But yeah, That's it was cool. sweet. I mean, it makes sense. You kind of got to practice that. Ultimate's one of those like really fast paced games where it, it can catch you off guard. Like, like you said, you look at your phone for two seconds and all of a sudden, you know, there's a turnover and the disc is halfway down the field. So you really got to like stay on top of that, which I think is what makes Ultimate so fun for me. It's so fast paced. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm like you have to know the game at least a little bit. Like even if you don't play ultimate, you have to be able to to understand what's happening. And like a Callahan, for example, like he he brought that up. Like he got to use it, but you have to know what that even what that even is and what that means. So Right, yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty involved. Yeah. All right, so one question I have. I'm working on an article right now, hoping you can help me out a little bit here. Yeah, In let's your try opinion, my best. in your opinion, and I'm going to say you can't say yourself, <sighs> who is the most underrated player on the windshield? um, we go with Marty Adams. Um, All right. he's like pretty unreal, and I feel like for whatever reason, he I just think he doesn't really get um enough credit for like what he does um for our team, but. Yeah, I love Marty. <laughs> He's pretty solid. Honestly, I think that's going to change this year. Like, like his his underratedness. I think he. Yeah. I mean, I I guess we've been kind of trying to drum up some attention there, and I know like Feldman talks about him like he's you know like this amazing player too, because he is, and like 
I think I think the league is going to start to recognize him this year. Um, I don't think we could say he's underrated after after 2023. Yeah, um, that's my that's my prediction for the years. He's not going to be underrated anymore. He's going to be rated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's definitely <laughs> very yeah. likely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess you guys have any other questions? I have a couple of like wrap up questions. Unless you guys want to come in with any. No, I think I'm good. I think I'm doing good. Nice. So just just kind of bringing it back to 2023. I mean, I know we've kind of flirted around this question, but like, what what is something that you're just like looking forward to? Is it just getting back onto the field? Is it beating Chicago and getting onto Championship Weekend? So what are what are your hopes for the year? Yeah, I'd be. I think like the team hope is obviously to make it to Championship Weekend. Um, I feel like individually, my hope is uh, kind of like to step into a new role. I guess I, like the past years, I kind of had like a different role each year. And I think this year will kind of change a little bit too. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to like figuring out like what even that could be. And then also like actually doing it. Um, also, I'm just looking forward to like really getting into the, like the beginning of the season, like the first, like March and April are really fun. Just like practicing every weekend and like really getting the chemistry going is like, it's really a blast, even though it's a lot of time, but yeah, I guess I'm just really eager to get going with the season. I feel like this has been kind of a long off season. So hmm. nice. Is there, is there anything in particular that the team does? Like this is just getting like really random, like any like bonding things you guys do outside of, outside of practice and playing. like, does anyone have like a cabin that you guys just go throw ragers at or like, <laughs> <laughs> um not with the full team at least that i know yeah. um nothing like that at least but we we hang out a lot at surly mm-hmm. um omar the owner of surly owns Winchill mm-hmm. or some of it at least i don't know um so like that's usually like a great social spot for the team to hang out like we'll have uh you know social events and then like after games we'll all go there too um that's usually very fun uh i think we went to like a timberwolves game at like preseason last year, kind of as a team, um, I unfortunately didn't go. But it's kind of difficult just because like everyone has like full time jobs and like everyone kind of lives and is in lives at like in different places and like we have out of town players and I don't know we have like college kids and that like so everyone's just kind of busy, especially like when we're not playing. Hmm. Um, so I think it kind of makes it hard um, to like organize, you know, too much social stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice guys. Anything else? Well, it's it's been it's been awesome having you on. Um, like I said, yeah. When you... Wait, I'd love that. Wait, could I ask you guys a few yeah. questions? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd love to hear like who would be your favorite person to like have come talk on to the show. Um, whether it's like on the windshield or like literally anyone. If we're if we're doing anyone. I'd like to get Evan Lepper personally. I think <laughs> sure, just yeah. his, his perspective on Ultimate and how like invested he is in the AUDL. I think he does have such a unique perspective on everything. So I'd love to just come talk to him and get like his ideas out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got I, I have so many names running around in my mind. Um, I'm a little afraid to say this, to call him out and then have it turn out to be true. For some reason, I don't. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know like, if Ra- what. 
Now you have to say it. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if Brandon Mattis likes me. I don't know why. Like, that's such an egotistical thing to think that he even knows who I am and that he cares enough not to like me. Like, he probably doesn't even know I exist. But for some reason, I just... I would love to have him on and hear his perspective. Like I love watching his his snap or um, his Instagram stories. Like he's he's one of the hardest working athletes I've ever seen. He, he's got awesome perspectives on the game, on life. Like I just I would love to have him on. For some reason, I just feel like I don't know. There's <laughs> there's no reason. He's never done anything anything against me. He's never ever again even acknowledged my existence. But for some reason, I just saw so Brandon Mattis. I'm going to say Brandon Mattis. Money Mattis, okay. if you're listening, we'd love to have you on a podcast, man. Come on, whatever you want. You DM can tell us, us why you dislike Jeff. You know, like all these, all these fun things. <laughs> all, he, even... he doesn't even have to be on the podcast. It can just be me and you. Exactly. We're going to do a one-on-one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, with you know Jeff and Kane's answers there being like oh i like these guys perspective i just want ben yacht i just want to convince him to come back to the wind chill man like i just want him <laughs> i want him on here just to, like try and sweet talk him to come back to minnesota you know like that's that's what i want to do <laughs> <laughs> let's go yeah that'd be awesome um i think i'll see Matt, brandon mattis tomorrow so oh, geez. Um, <laughs> oh god <laughs> if you want if you want i can uh Ask him about it, but almost say yes. Let me know. Ask yeah. him, but casually. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, what do you think? Okay. About yeah. That guy? Don't yeah, don't I'll bring it up Jeff like, by name. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> who do you who um, do you think wants to be on, or who do you think we should have on? Um, I know, like some of my like college friends, like definitely want to be on. Like, um, reach out to like Gordon Larson. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he went to St. Olaf, but he graduated, he graduated there um, last year. But he's been, like, talking about it. He, like, listens to all of them. And Gordon and Noah, I know, have listened to, like, all the shows and are super invested in it. That's so awesome. You should hit them up. Um, Isaac Leonard, too, reached out. So I think we got to have him. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Isaac would be great. That would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, did you? Yeah. he He's a funny guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he is. So, yeah. Uh, I, think, okay. I think it's going to be good. On a related note, so – in the offseason, we've been having like these like Wednesday night mini like sessions, like three on three, where we just play like Wednesday nights. And last week, we like were talking about having you guys come do like a live show, um, like on the sideline, sort of like you get to watch <laughs> and then like you can like pull guys over for an interview, like, oh, how, do, how are you feeling? So, like, that'd be great. I don't know. Is that something that you're like interested in? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bet. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll ask like Feldman tomorrow what he thinks about that. But last yeah. week, Feldman wasn't there, but like we asked, uh, or I asked Max, one of the assistant coaches, and he seemed like pretty into it. So, okay. Dude, that'd be know. hilarious. Uh, I've, that I've, awesome. thought about, yeah. I've thought about doing that basically like after like just games in the season. Game, but yeah, this is just to record a podcast after a game. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then like last, I guess my last question would be like, have you listened to the other AUDL podcasts and like, what do you think of those? Like, would you do a collab or? Oh yeah. Why not? <laughs> or like, oh, yeah. what are some of like, I know there's like Daniel Cohen and Adam Ruffner or whatever, but I think there's like a couple other ones that I'm most I, familiar with. I personally, I listen to, to Adam and Daniel uh, pretty often. And I, I listen to Ringer the, uh, a couple times when they have, when they have episodes, that's more than an hour though. Like I, Personally, I can't commit to that, or like I just lose interest after an hour. But like, they got they have some good guests, they got some good questions, and I reached out to them on Twitter, and they were 
they're pretty uh receptive to just like the the i didn't i didn't bring up a collab but they were they're really chill they they liked what we were doing we liked what they're doing so i what other what other ones are there out there Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. more, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wait a second. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are others. Like, Those are like the big two that I think of. But oh yeah, I think uh, Rowan McDonald and Johnny yeah. Muggs. Yeah, I One think that, I time. don't know if it's like AUDL specific, but I know they have a podcast. Yeah. I don't know what they talk about on there, but uh, that'd be sweet to yeah, get on Rowan McDonald. I don't know. <laughs> I'd love yeah, to have. Yeah, I'd love to start branching out, having some more guests from other places, you know, guess other players from other teams, stuff like that. But obviously, we are Windchill Central, so it's not a bad thing that we're keeping it all within our own team here. But like, but yeah, I mean, if we're if we're, I mean, we're down to talk ultimate, you know, like yeah. we're I want to get some uh, Minnesota Strike players on here pretty soon too, and branch out to that. Yeah, that'd be uh, they're, awesome. they're doing some pretty mm-hmm. cool stuff too, so. We're gonna try to get get some of them on here pretty soon too. So, yeah, I think I think we cool. got a promising future. I think you know, having having guests like the one and only Will Brandt definitely <laughs> will help. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Yes. Awesome. No, yeah, you guys got a good thing going. So, yeah, I was glad I can come on. Um, right. And hopefully, I'll see you guys sometime soon. But yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah, well, thank you. We appreciate yeah. you coming on, man. Uh, yeah, don't absolutely. For, don't forget to stay chilly. <laughs> <laughs> always always bundle up <laughs> nice <laughs>